Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Horrors of Old Pelham. Uh, today's episode is going to be is a little challenging to do, not because it's not because of the stories or the warning that's coming up in a second, but because of the topic on hand. So today's episode is called The Failure of the PD. And before we get into it, the warning that I put in front of all these is these are true stories. These are based on things that I went through and my siblings have gone through in our child in my childhood uh, and their childhood. And some most of these stories, if not all of these stories, are extremely depressing, extremely dark. Most of them are not safe, really, for anyone's consumption, because uh, this this is a true horror story. Um, so I hope everyone's doing well. Again, if you're listening to this. Uh, and you can't hear something super depressing or super dark, please do not listen to this episode. Please do not listen to this podcast. But if you're here and you're sticking through it, that's the warning. Thanks for being here. Let's get going. All right, so failure of the PD. What do I mean? Well, obviously, well, not necessarily obviously, but obviously here in America, PD means police department. Uh, And the failure of the police department is mine and my siblings' entire childhood. There are multiple occasions where I would call the police, and they would show up and basically be like, nah, nothing we can do about it, and then they would leave. I could be sitting there, you know, basically a broken jaw, not entirely, like, not actually broken, but to the point where doctors would tell me, nearly broken, any more, you know, pressure here or there, it would fracture or break. I had blood coming out and pouring out of my ear, and out of my nose, and out of my mouth, uh, or and my, you know, swollen hand ripped chunks of flesh off of me. And they told a 10-year-old, because at the time I was 10, one of the police officers told me at the time I was 10 years old that there was nothing they could do about it because John said I started the fight by calling him an asshole. So they told a 10-year-old, hey, you instigated the fight, nothing we can do about it because you started it by calling him an asshole. (laughs) Uh, that's not how the law works according to that officer's sergeant because I talked to them later and the sergeant made him apologize which is fantastic but there were still no charges brought up against John for most of these incidents there were a couple of times later on when I called on a daily basis when I got to my ages of 15, 16, and 17 I called like three, four times a week, and eventually they started pressing charges. Not good ones, and not ones that would stick until I got to until, uh, almost 18 years of age. Um, but, for my entire childhood, I called the police about 100 times, 150 times. I Probably more that I can't recall, but I can recall, in my head, I can recall about 50 times and I can tell you each story and each time each reason why and I can tell you why every single time the police did nothing so this is this episode's called the failure of the PD because they failed at their job they had a kid 10 11 12 9 8 call and say hey my stepfather John beat the shit out of me and I'm bleeding, or he bit a piece of my flesh off and ripped it off of my body. 
and they would show up and talk to John and talk to me and then most of the time leave having done nothing there was one time where I called the there was one time where I got angry I was like 14 at the time about I was either 14 or 15 I got angry and it, it was dark out it's like nine o'clock at night and I was screaming there was a reason I was screaming but we'll get back to that I was screaming and I punched uh, I punched my mother's vans like just just the side of it hard and I just kept screaming and I, I punched it again and I, I punched a tree and like I was hurting myself like my hands at this point um, not intentionally just out of anger and because I was creating such a ruckus and I was yelling and screaming uh, one of the neighbors I'm not sure which one because there's three it could there's four it could have been uh, called the police because it was like 8 39 o'clock at night so they called for you know disturbing the peace or whatever. I think that's pretty sure that's what it's called when you make too much noise. Anyway, so the police show up and ask me, what what's going on? And my shirt is torn, and I've got bruises on me, and there's scuff marks all throughout the ground, and the ground is ripped up in a certain area. And I say, well, I was screaming and getting frustrated because John had grabbed my shirt and was hitting me. And I tried to get away. That's what the scuff marks are from on the ground here. And eventually I got away, but in getting away, the shirt ripped, and I got hurt. That's why I'm all bruised here. Like, the shirt tore on my shoulder, and he, he managed to scra scra uh, scratch my uh, shoulder really bad. And uh, the police officer looked at my looked at my mother, and my mom went, <laughs> that didn't happen. So the police just left. Except they could have looked at... John and seen that he had blood on his hands from the scratch I had on my arm. Or they could have taken the shirt and looked at it and been like, oh, there's this is torn and there's there's a couple of marks where it looks like it was forcibly ripped. Huh. And there's a couple of boot prints here and this kid is barefoot and John wears boots that match these prints on the ground. Oh, we are police officers, and we are horrible at our jobs. They still work at this police department, at that police department in particular. I'm not saying the name of the town uh, for many reasons, but they still work at this that police department in particular, and that concerns me. How can you show up and have a kid go, hey, I was attacked, and have you do nothing? And I'm always told that this is a victim state, which means if a person accuses you of something, and especially if that victim is a child, they have to assume the kid is telling the truth until proven otherwise. That is what I've been told by police. Except, when I was a kid, I can't name a single police officer that gave a shit. They would show up, I would be covered in blood, teeth marks, I would be, you know, slices on my arm from knives, coat hangers, glass pieces, a bowl that was thrown at me, a honey jar that was chucked on my head, and they would go, oh, wow, that looks pretty bad. All right, cool, we're, solid. we're gonna leave now. What? You have a job to do. You are being paid to protect people, and your choice is to do nothing? Wow. <laughs> That's, uh, if I wanted to, 
I looked it up. If I wanted to, I still could press charges against the police department. I'm not going to. I'm in school. Things are going well with that. I can build a better future. And I'm, yes, I have a podcast that looks back upon my life and talks about the horrors that I went through and my siblings went through. And yes, I have a therapist, and yes, I'm trying to mentally get help, but I don't want to go so far back where I'm fighting a bunch of legal cases or I'm doing this or that. I'm going to have this podcast as an outlet for myself to try to make it so I can talk about the problems and the things I went through, and I'm going to have therapy that helps me get through it as well, but I'm going to try to build a better future. So that's what I'm going to do. But I'm still surprised at how bad they failed because they have a job if a 10 year old calls the police and says hey listen one uh i need a hospital i need an ambulance number two the reason i need an ambulance is because my stepfather beat the living daylights out of me and i'm bleeding and i'm hurt and i might have a broken bone i might have a concussion whatever and you are the police and you do nothing and then later on when I get old enough to when I'm to an adult and you apologize to me and give me the most rash and horrible apology you could possibly give me you you failed at your job your job is to protect not me me in that case but not just me your job is to protect everyone that needs to be protected and I, I don't think you can do that at least not in this town not the town that this story takes place in because it wasn't just me that has this issue with this police department this police department has always failed at their job always unless it's the most obvious there's a car crash we need to go deal with a car crash oh somebody there's a dead body here we need to deal with that but if it's they show up and there's a kid who's this visibly like you can see with just by looking at them bleeding from i'm gonna just say they're they're somewhere on their face their nose we'll say their nose they're visibly bleeding from their nose and you go that's cool i'ma leave you suck at your job because your job is to pull the kid aside and ask them what happened and then at the very least talk to everyone else and make sure everything is safe and if something doesn't seem safe you you need to call child services bare minimum file some sort of report go hey listen i don't know exactly what happened we need to look into this uh if in my case you show up and i'm bleeding from my ear my mouth my nose uh, i got cuts on my arms my shirt is torn, it's 9 o'clock at night, and I'm sitting on the edge of the street, still shaking from fear, and you look at me and go, yeah, that's cool, and you leave, you failed at your entire job. And yeah, I know I didn't call the police in that instance, and I know it was because of a sound disturbance that you were there, but if you show up, and again, there's a 10-year-old kid who is hurt or injured. Your job is to ask them what happened, listen, and then decide to do something. 
your option that, that those what you're supposed to do you're not supposed to show up go huh that's cool what happened have the kid who is visibly shaking still go this guy he attacked me and then you go all right and then you get in your car and leave what and I could list off names of the officers because I remember I remember four of them that did this that showed up and sometimes it was the same officer but I remember four officers in particular that showed up heard what happened could physically see with their own eyeballs what I was that what was being said was true like uh, I'm bleeding uh, I need medical attention and they would go cool and just leave. Yeah, they didn't just say the word cool and leave. They would say, like, well, uh, from what we see, there's no uh, there's no action of violence, or there was no violence that was taken against you, or you, you're not hurt because of someone else's actions. Something along those word lines. But, like, they would try, they would use fancy words to a ten-year-old. To me, they're not that fancy, but to a ten-year-old, they're fancy. They would use fancy words to make it sound like I was crazy, and nothing actually happened. And we're going to talk about another thing that makes this a, also a failure. Let's talk about my mom, <laughs> who lied, and has admitted to me that she lied. And I'm still not okay with the everything she did. Actually, I'm okay with, I'm okay with none of what she did. Um, she has told me that one of the reasons she lied is because she was scared. My issue with that is, so was I. I was 10. Your job as, in this case, my mother, if you have kids, your job is to protect your kids. You might be scared of the thing that's going to hurt your kids, but if there's a police officer there, you tell them the goddamn motherfucking truth, and you let the police do their job. You don't lie, and you don't cover it up. Should the police have continued to do their job even after our mother lied? Yeah, absolutely. Because, oh boy. Um, and I don't want people to listen to this podcast and assume that I did nothing wrong as a child. I did. I was, I, I, did, a few, I did a few things that I could list off and I will in a later, uh, later episode of times where I was clearly in the wrong and I got punished. And while I'm not, I, I, who, while I should not have done what I did, I will never say what I, what I did was okay. I'm glad I got punished though, because I learned right from wrong from the punishments, not the ones John gave me that just taught me that if I'm, if I say hello, I might get my ass kicked. Um, not literally, that that was a semi-sarcastic joke. Um, but John didn't teach me anything. He just taught me to be scared of the world because he, he might murder me, which is not lessons. That's just an asshole. Um, quick story that I said I'll get into, and I'll get more into depth into later episode. But as an example, when I was 12 years old, I picked up my one of my brothers, and I slammed him into the ground, which he had to go to the hospital because it put a massive cut on the back of his head and he had a concussion and I felt bad about that I went with I went with child uh, services they put me in a residential home and I wasn't allowed to leave I was allowed to go to school but I wasn't really allowed to leave their care 
I was there for basically the whole summer. I was there for like three and a half months, something like that, four months. And that's that's good. I got punished. I made a mistake. I got punished. I learned. My issue is my mom went to the hospital and told him it was my fault. That's, again, that's good. That's what she's supposed to do. But when John did something and attacked me, and I was bleeding and probably needed medical attention, your option was, your choice was to lie for him. You didn't protect me. You didn't protect your other siblings. I mean, my other siblings, your your other kids. You, You did not protect your children from John. You protected yourself. Which is not what a parent does. A parent puts their neck on the line for their kids within reason. Like when I got punished, that was the right thing. I should have got punished. You always lied for John and covered for him. Could the police have still taken John into custody and taught him a lesson when you lied? Absolutely, and they absolutely should have. So I'm not saying you're completely at fault. This is more of a failure of the police in this case. Um, But I still have an issue with many things in both regards of everyone who did this party, everyone in this event. My mom covering for John. John being the asshole that he is and thinking it's okay to nearly kill me. The police doing nothing. The police doing nothing. That's what they get paid to do, right? Nothing. They get paid to... Pretty sure it says protect and serve on the side of their cars, but I guess what they actually get paid to do is... Uh, That guy was speeding, but I have a donut. Like, the joke that they make in many movies where police officers love to get a donut and coffee. Like, that's a joke, right? Like, they don't actually do that. They actually protect and serve, and if there's a violent crime, they try to investigate and figure out who committed since violent crime, and they try to arrest the suspect of that violent crime. Because if that's the case, if that's what they're supposed to do, then my million-dollar question to the police department is, why is John, why was John never punished for what he did? You never taught him what he did was wrong. You basically told him that as long as he said, oh, well, that guy, meaning one of his kids, in this case, me. We'll just say me. Oh, he was misbehaving. So, uh, the way I punished him was, I beat the shit out of him. He's bleeding. He needs he needs stitches. And he's probably going to have a bump over his eye. So, he's not going to see out of his left eye for, like, two months. Uh, but that's okay, because he called me an asshole. That, that's what you taught John. You taught him that it was okay to beat the crap out of kids if they were called him a name. Uh, I looked it up. It's actually not okay. It's actually against the law for John to do that. And it's also against the law for the police to not do their job. So those things are fun. Kind of crazy that you guys let him get away with it. Kind of crazy he never learned his mistakes. To this day, he still doesn't understand what he did was wrong. 
And I know that because a couple of years ago, he tried to reach out to me through social media, and he tried to apologize, but it wasn't a true apology. His apology was basically to blame my mom. And it's partially my mom's fault, but basically he said he was sorry for beating the crap out of me when I was rude to my mother because he now understands that my mom is crazy. It's not an apology. Just because someone else is insane, which my mom kind of is, uh, just because my mom's insane, that does not give you the right to beat the crap out of me. Or, yeah. Just because, and if I'm rude and I'm a kid and you think it's okay to show a list of things that you put me through, hit me with a car, accidentally dropped a deck on my head, shot me twice, stabbed me a couple of times, ran me over with a different truck, ran me over with a different truck, ran me over with a different truck, ran me over with that other truck that took behind a tree, thankfully, um, tried to kill me just by beating the crap out of me, dropped a tree on me, threw a honey jar at my head, a glass honey jar at my head, um, hit me over the back of the head with a 2x4, I could keep going. But two wrongs don't make a right. They never have. If someone makes a mistake, you be the bigger person and you still do the right thing. But you, but John never knew that. And for whatever reason, the police never stopped him from doing anything. I, I still, I don't understand why the police stopped doing nothing was good. Like, your options are arrest the guy, protect the kids, or walk away and let John continue to attack the kids. And you went with, walk away? I got, me and my siblings got beat like five, six days of the week for 15 years, 15 plus years. And you meaning the police department, did nothing until the very end when John got in trouble for stealing from my mom. And then my mom told the truth. But you did nothing every time I called the police, every time one of my other siblings called the police, any time a school called the police. You guys did nothing. The police never did anything, never really did anything, and that baffles me. I'm baffled that they let me go through that. I'm absolutely confused. And listen, I know everyone makes mistakes. That's fine. If this happened once or twice, three, four, five times, I could say, eh, at least it only happened a handful of times out of the 50-plus times I called them. But it happened every single time I called. It's almost like they didn't care or you know not that I think this is true or not or anything but like the options there's a few options either they didn't give a shit John was paying them off or they just suck at their job those are the three options they didn't care about the children me included but they didn't care about the kids the, op the options for the police they didn't care about the kids John was paying them off, or they suck at their jobs. Or a combination of these. Because, you know, you, you could suck at your job and still get paid off by John. 
or not care and still get paid off. Or all three, literally. One of the three or all of the three. Those are your three options. You cannot be good at your job and let some guy get away with the same crime for 15 plus years while also knowing he is breaking the law. That's insane. And you had evidence. You had pictures. You had eyewitnesses. You had people that weren't related to the family coming forward and saying, I saw it happen, and you still ignored it. You had video evidence. You had the fact that I had to go to the hospital and get bits and pieces of broken fragments removed from my body because he had thrown them at such a velocity that they got stuck in me and I needed surgery to have the bits of glass removed from my body. And you still did nothing. Which again, either means you suck at your job, John was paying you off, or you did not give a shit. And I don't think your guys are terrible at your job. I don't think John was paying you off, which means the third option has to be the truth. You just didn't care that myself and my siblings were being attacked. Which is a failure of moral code, failure of following the law, and a failure of the police department. Now listen, I still believe overall in the police. Do I believe there needs to be a little bit of reform? Sure. Do I, do I believe that things need to be repaired? Sure. Do I think it's a perfect system? No. Does it need to be worked on? Yes. Uh, but the one in this town, uh, I'm going to go with 80% of the officers, maybe more, need to be reevaluated, possibly fired. Because if you're okay with a child, any child, being attacked by an adult, a 10-year-old gets their ass kicked by a 40-year-old, and you're okay with it, then you suck at your job when your job is protecting the child. That's kind of just a fact for anything. Here's a su stupid one, but it's a, it's a, this is just a stupid example because it's a comic book example. When Jason Todd was murdered by the, at the hands of the Joker and Batman failed at protecting him, Batman sucked at his job in that instance. Has that's a good, that's an example. Stupid example, but it's an example. When a kid gets attacked and the person that's designed to protect them does not protect them, then they suck at their job. So we have another episode coming out in a couple of days after this one. This one's going to uh, launch, well, it launches today, and the next one will launch in a couple of days, and the next one's going to be called Shattered. And that one's about where the family stands today. The relationship I have with my my siblings, all of my siblings, and all of my parents, uh, and all my legal guardians. I will talk about the relationship I have with all of them. And as the title pretty much spoils for most of it, everything is kind of shattered. Um, that's why it'll be called that. That'll come out in a couple of days. Um, thank you guys for watching. Hope you guys have enjoyed. I know this one's a short episode. I know we said we're going to stick to about 45 minutes to an hour, uh, but I don't want to just stretch them out for the sake of stretching them out, so I'm going to get through the topic, vent probably a little bit, because I always vent a little bit, and then I'm going to wrap it up. So thank you guys for watch, uh, listening, not watching. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to try to get more episodes out. Again, I'm still, in, I'm still taking university classes. I'm not dropping that ever until I graduate. Um, so these will be sporadic, but I do have another episode. Uh, 
episode coming out in a few days. So hope you guys enjoy. Uh, hopefully these are good. I have been listening back to them, and I have been making, like I said, I've been making changes for season two. Uh, season one is almost over. After this, we only got three episodes left. So hopefully we got. Uh, hopefully we're. Hopefully season two will be better. Season two has better. I have better plans for season two, but hopefully season two is better. Hopefully I can wrap this up in a great way. So again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. And I'm going to have another podcast coming out soon as well. I'm going to be making a trailer for that, probably throwing that in here. Not not in here, but throwing this, throwing that into this podcast just so you can listen to an idea of what that podcast will be about. But that's for a topic for a different day. Next episode will be called Shattered. This one is wrapping up now. Again, this is the failure of the PD, and it's definitely a failure. But anyway, hope you guys have a good one. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Uh, until next time, have a good one.